the EPA's Disappearing Act, and a ghost story. That and other news for the week ending May 8th, 2016. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. A wildfire nicknamed The Beast continues to rage in Alberta, Canada. The fire started on May 1st and continues to grow, possibly burning up to 750,000 acres. Fortunately, no deaths or injuries have been reported. But nearly 90,000 people in Fort McMurray have been evacuated and an estimated 1,600 structures destroyed. It was possible that on Sunday, May 8th, the fire could reach an oil and gas facility, but not the tar sands themselves. Some officials have said it could take months for the fire to be contained. And as is becoming routine with recent natural disasters, many wonder about the role of climate change. Temperatures in the area hit 91 degrees Fahrenheit on Tuesday. The previous record was 82. Temps in northern latitudes are warming faster than anywhere else in the world, according to Rachel Cletus with the Union of Concerned Scientists. The link between global warming and this specific fire isn't certain, but long-term trends and weather patterns are changing. Michael Flanagan, a professor at the University of Alberta, told the BBC that the fire is unprecedented and is to be expected with climate change. Flanagan noted that areas of Canada that have been burned by wildfire have more than doubled since the early 1970s. Other factors may have led to this fire. Snowpack has been minimal and has already melted due to the record warm temperatures. Here in the U.S., a report by the Forest Service last year concluded that the fire season is now about 80 days longer than it was in 1970 and about twice as many acres are burned every year. Meanwhile, in the Colorado Rocky Mountains, home of H2O Radio, the current forecast is for little or no risk of wildfire fire this season due to abundant snow in April. And speaking of snow in Colorado, there was more good news. There is less red dust on the snowpack than in some previous years. Dust is blown into Colorado from desert areas of Arizona and Utah. It lands on snow and because it's darker, it absorbs heat, leading to faster snowmelt. Early runoff can cause less water in streams during the summer, which can be devastating to riparian ecosystems. It can also mean less water for irrigation in growing months. Some strange disappearing acts have been taking place on the EPA's website lately. Last Monday, the EPA pulled an online report that had been published the previous Friday. The 86-page document concluded that the controversial and widely used herbicide glyphosate was not likely to be carcinogenic to humans. But the World Health Organization has classified it as probably causing cancer in humans. The compound is used in popular weed killers such as Roundup. The EPA said in an email to the Reuters news agency that it was taking down the report because its assessment wasn't final and the documents were posted inadvertently. But according to Reuters, the report was actually called a final cancer assessment document and the word final was printed on each page. The EPA did the same post and retract late last week with regard to another pesticide, atrazine, that's the second most used herbicide. High levels of atrazine have been found in drinking water near agricultural and rural areas and it has been linked to hormonal defects and some cancers in humans. Last week, an oil tanker washed ashore in Liberia on the west coast of Africa. No crew aboard, no lifeboats, no explanation. Tamaya One, a Panamanian flagged vessel, had left Dakar, Senegal three weeks ago and was heading southward at just a mile an hour, according to marinetraffic.com. 
a site that tracks ship movements. How it got a thousand kilometers off course and then beached itself near the town of Robertsport, Liberia is a mystery. Speculation has ranged from abandonment to piracy. But the vessel's last known position was well north of the Gulf of Guinea, where pirates have staged numerous hijackings to steal oil cargo. A source within the National Port Authority told the Liberian Daily Observer that they believe the vessel's owner might have gone broke, and without money to pay the crew, they abandoned ship. Another mystery, and more concerning to locals, is why it took two days for Liberian authorities to even notice the beached vessel. Residents are questioning the ability of their government to police the country's territorial waters. And as far as ghost ships, they're not unheard of. According to the website Motherboard, just this past March, an abandoned wreckage washed up in Oregon that's believed to have sunk after the tsunami in Japan in 2011. And finally, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, right? That is, of course, unless you're Beyonce, in which case you might prefer watermelon juice. Just two weeks after the release of her highly evocative album, Lemonade, allegedly about her husband Jay-Z's rumored infidelity, the entertainer announced that she's invested in a company that makes watermelon water. The pop superstar said her becoming a participant in the startup is an investment in female leaders, fitness, American farmers, and the health of our planet. The company makes its drink from watermelons that would have otherwise been discarded because of blemishes on the rinds. The partnership comes at a time when soda sales are declining and sales of bottled and flavored water are exploding, according to Euromonitor International, a market research firm. So will having a big name like Beyonce in the mix drive people to sip watermelons? Maybe, maybe not. The market is drowning in products trying to be the next big thing in flavored water, including birch water, maple water, cactus water, and artichoke water, to name a few. By the way, it was reported last week that Jay-Z is working on his own response to Beyonce's album Lemonade, which according to Us Weekly will allow the rapper to tell his side of things. We don't know whether his album will also be paired with a drink endorsement, but if so, we may have some suggestions. How about sour grapes? wine or in a pickle juice but given that it's Jay-Z maybe cool as a cucumber latte then again it might just be wiser for him to consider olive branch tea this week in water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association unite the world of water at AWWA's ACE 16 in Chicago June 19th through 22nd learn more at awwa.org forward slash ace 16.